You're listening to the best breakfast show in the land. So we're going to be speaking to Steve Mabona, uh, Gauteng Education Spokesperson. And of course, we are talking about, um, I mean, I remember by late Friday, 571 Grade 1 um, and Grade 8 learners um, were still uh, yet to be placed in classrooms. And obviously, we've heard from you as parents saying that there are a lot of issues um, around um, kids not obviously getting spaces in schools, okay? And we've got them on the line. Um, good morning, sir. Welcome to the show. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Um, maybe you can start by just giving us an update on uh, the learners who still weren't placed at schools. Um, I know that you guys are working uh, 24 hours. Is there any change between Friday and now in terms of numbers? No, we'll check the system later for the numbers, but I know uh, our officials have been working throughout the weekend as well. Yeah. We had uh, 571 on Friday, uh, those that we still need to place. Uh, but majority it will be of grade eight, but uh, only ninety-seven grade one learners. You not? So, su- do you mind just getting closer to your phone? You are so you're not sounding very clear on air. Okay. There you uh, go. Uh, you, you, you sound perfect now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We we had on Friday we had about five seventy-one, uh, but we'll see at the latest uh, later stage that how many we have probably uh, today later and 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 and, and, and okay. Tomorrow. But what? What what we did was to augment. For instance, in Kempton Park, we have what we call specialist rooms that we want to be using for teaching. And in Olifant, we are giving them more mobile units in a primary school. They will accommodate more. Can I just ask a question? Yeah. Why why do we still have this problem every single year? Surely we have an idea on obviously the fact that the school starts at this time of the year. Um, we have these conversations every single year when the year starts. Parents are always frustrated. Um, where do you think the problem is? And also, second part of the question, is there a problem with the online registration? Because a lot of parents that we've spoken to on the show are not happy about it. No, the problem is capacity. Uh, we have demand in certain areas of, uh, you know, which surpass what we can access in terms of space. So that's why we then must open and have mobile units to a certain extent, you must then build more, you know, new schools. So it's not a it's not a challenge of a system. The system works very well because with that system, we can tell where we are treasured. Yeah. And those that would have applied utilizing the system, they are they are placed utilizing the system. Parents so are saying that a lot of parents are saying that they go on the system, so they apply, but they await from say June last year. I mean, there was a parent who has been waiting since June last year till now, so they don't know whether they are getting a school or not. And then by the time you are told now that they're not going to get a school, it's already too late for them to plan. Yeah, it, it, that happens only in the you know, um, high-pressure areas. But but secondly, there are parents that would have, would have uh, appealed. You know, they will not tell you that they gave me a school that I didn't apply to or they gave me a school that I don't want. Then we give them an opportunity to appeal. And then... Um, you know, the appeal then will we, we'll wait for that process for the Office of the MEC to finalize and give the those responses. Yeah. And Steve, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm on the website right now um, on the gdeadmissions.gov.za and there's a notice here that says late applications for grade 1 and grade 8 2023 academic year um, open from the 20th of December to the 31st of Jan 2023. Do you find that there are a lot of parents who come on the during this late application phase to come and apply uh, from from scratch afresh yes 
We have placed over 9,000 of parents who are applied simply open the system on the 20th. And uh, to, to add, when we uh, opened school, we found at our district offices, there were parents that were coming for the first time. Those who would not be in a position to utilize the system. Mm. They say, I want to apply, I want to be assisted. Uh, you know, we have accommodated them. There were many in our district offices. So you will think that the system is not working because everyone will be in the, in the, in the district office. Those that are coming are saying, I want a, a grade 2 or grade 3 or grade 5. Uh, they are coming now as well. So you need them to accommodate and say, at your schools, check the numbers. How many children came back? How many... Uh, spaces you have in terms of that, and it will be in a position to accommodate them. So it's everyone that comes at once in our district offices, and then the media report will then say the system is not working without separating to say in this queue or in this many people that we have in okay. the, in the district, district, we have different categories, not only one, F grade one and eight. We've also got a couple of questions. Take a listen to this one. Game when we Hi, it's Nabin Pretoria. You know, it's said uh, that you'll have uh, people like Steve Mabona coming to radio and still lie. We have almost 400 uh, learners, grade 8, in Pretoria North only that are not placed. And he come and say that there's a satellite. There is no satellite that is being established. It's just an open space that has been disputed by political parties to say that they were not engaged. And they are throwing kids in, at an overcrowded school, which is Amanda Sir. Why are they not telling the truth that they, are not, they don't have a plan? They don't know what they are doing. Um, maybe let me pay bills, right? Because maybe you can explain to us what the satellite schooling means. Because as you can hear, parents are not happy about it. Also, I would imagine that most schools, which are normal schools, not satellite schools, generally don't have things like toilets. There's a shortage of teachers. Those schools generally themselves aren't fun functioning properly. And then now you have satellite schools. Maybe you can explain to us on, on how those are going to work when you come back. So on the line, uh, we've got Steve Mabona from the Gauteng Education Department. Um, Steve, earlier on, uh, you, uh, you had a, a parent speaking to us about these satellite schools. I've also heard the conversations going on. Maybe explain to us, what are these satellite schools and how different are they from normal schools and how, how are they going to function? Now, a satellite school will be linked to a school. Now, for instance, um, in Teresa Park, there's a, there's a primary school in Teresa Park. So a satellite school will then be Teresa Park 2, which in terms of management is going to be managed by the principal of the, of, of the main school. And, uh, you know, every, everything that happens there will be linked to to the, to, the, to the first school. So that's how we can yeah. manage it. But I mean, are these schools capacitated to carry another additional school? Because I mean, if you look at the resources, um, the short Teachers, staff, desks, toilets. Uh, is it even possible? Yeah, it is possible. I mean, we can't come here and talk about things that are non-existent. So they, like the, the previous caller, um, uh, we, we can't uh, come here and lie. Like said, like, well, the previous caller said you are lying to us. I understand. I mean, there, the situation now dictates that there are political formations that will then enter the space. People, they want their own mileage. They, uh, the way of so, Steve, the are you saying that the parent was lying then based on your answer now? Are you saying that the, the parent who came on now is lying? No. We cannot come here and lie. I didn't go to that parent. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to that parent. I'm saying to you. You don't have a reason to come here and lie. 
as a department. I represent the department. I don't represent myself. Okay. So I think that we put people like Mavona Wuka. I don't... Yo, please, please do me a favor because your line is cutting and it's an. Please, um, uh, Steve, please just hang on one second, right? I need you to move around a little bit because your line is cutting, okay? Because we want to hear what you're saying. Just say something um, to me, please. I'm saying. There you go. I, I represent the department. I don't have a reason to come here and lie. I'm telling you the plan that the department is working and finalizing on. Okay, so here's another I'm question. I'm going to be responding to. That's fine. That's fine. That's not a problem. I just don't want to waste any more time because accusations. That's fine. Here's another question. So Lintle here on Twitter wants to know: um, Do you think opening distance between home and school address to the 30 kilometers disadvantages black parents staying nearer to schools more? And I mean, looking at the fact that 80 um, percent of of kids uh, at schools, most schools um, are placed from Ekasi. So, so is is it a disadvantage to have this 30 kilometer radius? For black parents, because then you are, are you not forced to for your kids to go to a Kasi, even though you might want them to go to Model C schools? Because we all know a lot of government schools aren't the best. No, it's a it's a it's an advantage for every parent that wants a space anywhere in the province. Because remember, one one of the days where we were saying a school can take five kilometer radius and then does not is not allowed to take anyone that is coming outside of that. So the regulations are very clear to say, you look at the home address, those that stay closer to the school, they are preferred, and then you will then have those that have a sibling, and the thirdly, you will have those that work closer to that school, you will then have those that are within 30 kilometer radius, and then you go beyond 30 kilometer radius. As long as there's space in a school, you can't be told that you're coming from a car. As long as you are you, you you are in a position to can okay. you know, utilize okay. that school, you will then be accommodated there. Okay. So the people that are in the suburbs, they are saying, uh, "Ekc people must not come." The Ekc people are saying, "No, uh, we can't be disadvantaged." Yeah, but that yeah, but that's because the schools Ekc are not right. Like we all know, no, I'm sure. I'm sh- do your kids go to a, a school in Ekc? No, you can't. I know I don't stay Ekc. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, I, so, it, so so if you if you come to me. Then we are changing the, the, the whole thing altogether. Hang on Thank one second. I want to change questions. Yeah. We have changed the township education. We have changed the township education so much that those, some of those suburb schools perform better than the township schools. I mean, come the metric results, you can invite me. I'll come back and, and, and show you what I'm talking about. But you metric results are one thing. Um, access to resources, just um, plain extramural activities. It's Clearly not the same, Steve. We Are we living in the same South Africa? We cannot compare Iskolo Ekasi with a suburban school. It's just it's no, we can because. But what is it? You want only sports, or you want uh, a child to pass everything? It must be all rounded because that's what creates the school environment. That's what. But yes, but I'm saying to you, what we have, what we are doing now, we are improving our township schools throughout. So it can't be an excuse to say no. Uh, I don't want this school because of uh, this and that. I want this okay. because of that and that. I just want to play a couple of questions. That I'll play maybe three in a row, Steve. Then let's try and answer those because we've got a, we're going to run out of time. Stand, stand by. Here's one. Good morning, Radio 2000 listeners. This is Pazuga from Pretoria North. I would like to state that uh, Steve Mabona is lying. Parents don't want these mobile classes because they don't build schools in 
in proper areas where children stay. And these mobile classes, they are comfortable with them because it benefits them from tenders. If it's not mobile classes, they place our kids far away from where they stay. Bongani, listen, this guy is lying. I agree with the parent who called about Amanda Seth Primary. He is lying. I'm from Orchards. I know what this woman is talking about. It's not working. Orchards Primary is not working. Amanda Seth Primary, not working. No. Hi, breakfast team. I think the, 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 the other thing that's so disappointing is that uh, for a matter that is as pressing as this one, no team was allocated for the weekend to say go and monitor the system. We we still have got whoever that we're interviewing there saying, look, we, we haven't checked into our system yet. For, for a matter that is as, as serious as this, <laughs> come on, I mean, these guys, they don't know what they're doing. Steve, maybe in wrapping, right? Um, obviously, you can hear that a lot of parents are unhappy. Um, what would your last, uh, I guess, closing message be to parents? No, all the outstanding learners will be placed, and the plans that we've put on the table will go ahead. Uh, we'll make sure that learners receive education. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. At Radio 2000 ZA on all social media platforms, be part of an award-winning team.